Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Go With Your Gut podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Dreyer, and today we are talking about strength and limitations and faults. So I want to start by putting this out there, that we all have faults and we all put limitations on ourselves. Now, for myself, I place limitations on myself because of my faults. So in my experience, we push faults away and down so that we don't have to think about them because we don't, we don't really like to admit that we place those on ourselves and, well, let's, let's cut to the chase. Nobody wants to admit that something is your fault. Typically, as human beings, we try to place the fault on somebody else because we don't want to have to take ownership of it. So in my experience, we push those away and down because we don't think we don't want to we don't want to have to think about them. We don't want to have to admit that we place those limitations or have those faults. I kind of view it like wanting a cookie or just being on a diet away from, you know, whatever you're dieting from. If I try to push it out, I want everything that much more. So treat faults like you would a weakness in an interview. Now, some of them, yeah, you don't really want to tell somebody. But the fact is, all of those things still make up who you are. So for myself, well... I get defensive. I overthink. I make things too hard a lot of time. I am stubborn and I'm direct. Now, some of those are not exactly things that I would want to put out there in an interview because some people are not looking for that in an employee, which is fine. But me being direct is not necessarily a bad thing. I just have to know how to filter and channel that. Um, the fact that I'm stubborn is not, again, necessarily a bad thing. I just have to know when to ground myself and look at other options. And honestly, I'm working quite hard on not making things too hard and Sometimes I just get in that headspace where I need somebody to, you know, potentially just help me snap out of it. Or honestly, sometimes I just have to step away from whatever the heck I'm doing. I have to physically get up and go to a different place and come back because most of the time when I'm trying to make things too hard, if I come back and reorient my brain to whatever I'm doing, I see a different way out. Or a lot of us have issues asking for help. If we make things too hard, ask for help. I, for one, have never really had, that I can remember, a problem asking for help. The thing that I have an issue with is feeling like I'm a burden if I'm asking for help and almost kind of working my way out of it. But saying, hey, if you, if you don't have the time, that's fine. But 
um, wanting to know if you can help me with this, when most people have absolutely no problem with that. But so by by pushing that defensive out, by by making myself think that I wasn't defensive and telling myself that I'm not defensive, I became more because I was denying it. By getting upset that I overthought everything, honestly, I started doing it more. By getting frustrated that I made things too hard, it all of a sudden became so much harder. You can see where I'm going with this. How to turn those around? Well, it takes a little bit of work and it takes a shift in mindset. And it takes giving yourself a little bit of a gut check and knowing what your faults are and what limitations you have. What limitations you put on yourself because most of the time we like to blame all of that stuff on somebody else but being able to figure out what those limitations are figuring out what those faults are that you place on yourself and be okay with the fact that it's part of you now something that I've always had a harder time accepting is Everybody, or a lot of people, I guess, say, learn to love yourself. Now, I don't disagree with that. However, I'm probably never going to love the fact that I overthink things or that I make it too hard or that I get defensive because those are traits that I get frustrated with myself over, but... And I've talked to a psychologist a little bit about this. The fact that you don't have to love those things about yourself because I feel like when somebody tells you to love everything about yourself, I just think that's a little bit unrealistic because there's always things that, yeah, we're just not proud of. But what I have learned to do is you can accept those things about yourself. You don't have to like it. You don't have to love it, but it is part of you. So accept that they're part of you. And all of a sudden, when you accept that they're part of you and work on maybe channeling them, it gets much easier to deal with them. What I find, and I mean, I've, you've probably heard me talk about this if you've listened to any of the episodes, But they're also kind of like those emotions is you don't have to love them. Nobody, there's a couple, you know, emotions that people just don't like. And if you liked them, well, that's interesting. But if you can accept that those things are part of you, that you will probably feel them, that maybe that's a trait about yourself that maybe you don't like so much. That's fine. We all have those things that we don't like so much and we all have to deal with them. But it does not do you any good. It doesn't help you at all to push them down because when you when you deny yourself that you have those limitations or faults, when you deny that you have any of those... 
I almost think that it really does just put a magnifying glass on them. So what would happen if I said, yep, you're right. I overthink it because I have shifted my brain to think, yes, I get defensive. Yes, I overthink. Yes, I make things too hard. Or yes, I'm direct. Yes, I'm stubborn. Okay, well, so how did I do that? I know that I get defensive. So when I when somebody A tells me that I'm getting defensive, I listen and I redirect myself because sometimes I just get caught up in that moment and it sometimes I can catch myself. Sometimes yes, it does take somebody else to actually catch it for me. But instead of getting defensive like well, I still do sometimes, but instead of getting defensive all the time, I've learned to say stop, say, yes, okay, you're right, and redirect myself and say, okay, what do I need to consider? What do I need to, do I need to, you know, get over whatever I'm getting defensive about? Or maybe I need to listen to a different point of view because a lot of times when I would get defensive, it's because I'm not overly confident in what I'm talking about. Or maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But then there is the overthinking. And do I have a tendency to overthink and overcomplicate things? Absolutely. Is it something that I'm proud of? Well, no. But I know that I do it. My family knows that I do it. And whenever somebody says something of you're overthinking it, I have to kind of remove myself from the situation, whatever I'm doing, and say, okay, how can I, how can I redirect my brain and say, why am I overthinking this? And try to simplify it for myself because sometimes my brain just gets a little overwhelmed and I'm beginning to learn why, but that's a different subject that I will talk about at a different time. But it kind of also goes with, I make things too hard. And I have always done this. And it is something that I've gotten really frustrated with in the past because when I'm trying to learn things or I'm trying to get something done or someone is trying to teach me something and I make it too hard, they and or both of us get super frustrated because I my brain starts to freeze up and... I just kind of lose sight of actually learning it. So I have to figure out how to not make things too hard. And sometimes that means listening to somebody else and saying, oh yeah, you're right, that was a lot easier. Or just trying something in a different way that maybe I've obviously never tried before. But I place all of these limitations on myself of, well, I get defensive, so I probably won't be good at this. Or I overthink things, which makes me make it too hard. And uh, because of this, I won't be able to do something. Or I probably shouldn't participate in this because, you know, I make it too hard or I overthink things. Or, you know, this this person probably wouldn't appreciate 
me being part of this conversation because I'm too direct or, you know, whatever the case is. But me being able to say, yes, I know these things about myself and are they, are they fault? Well, they could be, but how can I turn some of those faults into something good? Into, okay, I'm stubborn. Well, that make, also makes me very persistent and it makes me, does it make me take things too far sometimes? Yes, but it also makes me work a little bit harder and get things done sometimes because I refuse to give up at something when, you know, normally I might just say, I'm done with this, I don't care, and it's not worth my time. Me being direct, well, sometimes that doesn't always come off great because I will say things and maybe sometimes it comes off rude, even if I don't, I don't mean for it to come off rude. And sometimes if I, because I'm direct, I say things maybe a little bit too quickly or, uh, depends on, depends on the person. If I am direct with them and they just take it as I'm being mean when instead I, I have to figure out a way to, I don't like sugarcoating things at all because I think it just kind of dances around the point when you're trying to, when you're just trying to tell someone something. I am, I'm kind of all about having those, uh, having those harder conversations and getting things out on the table because otherwise I feel like you're just wasting somebody's time. So yes, I am... I'm direct and I'm actually quite proud of that, but do I have to learn how to channel that and how to uh, gauge my the person I'm talking to a little bit to know if they will hopefully not take offense to what I'm saying or how to change my verbiage a little bit of what is going on, what I want to say to maybe not sugarcoat it, but soften the blow a little bit. So all of these things, I think, I think there is such strength in limitations and strength in faults because it is something that we use sometimes as an excuse to not let ourselves go where we could go. We use them to say, well, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm not good at this, which I, I mean... Are they harder? Yes. Is it more of a challenge? Absolutely. But finding strength in those limitations and strength in those faults, I think, is such a power because so many people just let them be that, let them be faults and limitations, and they push them down and say, well, I'm not good at this, or I'm not... I'm not going to do anything with this because it's not going to take me anywhere. When you work on those things, you learn how to channel those things and you accept that it is part of you because regardless of if you push it down or accept it and embrace it, it will always be part of you. So why not figure out how to 
turn it into a strength or channel it to something that can help you instead of pushing it down and making it stress you out into magnifying it. That is it's about what I have for you today. Hopefully you found a little bit of knowledge and advice in there and hopefully maybe you can level with me on some of that. But as always, until next time, go with your gut and then keep going.